Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday, September 29, 2022. I'm Trace Wood, joined by Brady Roberts. Everyone's favorite LCA expert picker, Brady Roberts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brady, last week, here are the scores. Brookside against Black River. Black River won 29 to 14. <laughs> Barlands beat Keystone 46 to 42. Now, this is Ooh. pretty huge, all right? Close game right there. Let, let me, at least in, all right, so we were like, what were we called before? We were called the PAC originally, right? The Patriot Athletic Conference. That's when we had like Buckeye and some other schools in our conference. All right. Since we've been the LC8, let me see if I got this right. Yeah, since we've been the LC8, uh, Keystone has not lost a conference football game. So that's really? 20, 2019's when we became the LCA. Keystone 7-0 in the conference. 2020, 6-0 in the conference. COVID year. 2021, 7-0 in the conference. This is their first conference loss since, like, 2018, I guess. So that's that's pretty big. Uh, and that was a good game, too. 46-42 is the final. Columbia beat Clearview 41-21. Uh, I'm not sure how that game went, but like, because I was just looking at Twitter, like refreshing Twitter to see what the score was. It looked like Clearview might have like been playing kind of solid. Again, I don't know because obviously it wasn't the game, but obviously Columbia still ended up winning by 20. Right. And then Wellington beat Oberlin 56 to 6. So the league standings right now. 56 to 6. Those uh, the, Dukes, bro. They duked it out. Really. At Maroon. So, uh, the, the league standings right now, Columbia is undefeated in the conference, 3-0. So is Firelands at 3-0. Black River is 2-1. Keystone, 2-1. Clearview, 1-2. Wellington, 1-2. Brookside, 0-3. Oberlin, 0-3. Let's get into it. Tomorrow night at 7 p.m., we got Brookside at Keystone. Again, Brookside coming off a 15-point loss to Black River. Keystone coming off a four-point loss to Firelands. Who you got? I zoned out a second. I was listening to my TV. Who's playing? (laughs) (laughs) Brookside at Keystone. Oh, no. Both teams coming off losses. Both teams coming off losses. I mean, you know, I tried to use this analogy last week, but I think that this team-wise would be a much more, like, well-suited game for this analogy, you know? Mm-hmm. I think those cats are a little hungry after that loss. You know, <laughs> they see that little cardinal up on the ledge. He probably has a notebook where he writes the stuff down. Yeah, I need one, honestly. No, no, you know, like up on the windowsill, windows open, like there's a pie bacon, and you see that cardinal sitting there on the edge, and you just got like a bobcat, like wildcat in the in the kitchen. Right, you know, chef. On that little cardinal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, man, you obviously know my feelings towards Brookside. <laughs> But never interacted with anyone from that school in my life. But you know my feelings. I'm feeling that those wildcats are going to fill their stomach up and just gobble up that cardinal. You know, right. I, don't see, I don't really see a chance. You know, I mean, given they just came off a loss, they might be a little battered. So I I, I will give Brookside some points. But I, I got Keystone taking this one pretty pretty easily here. Pretty easily. That's why you're our expert. Uh, exactly. Good analogy right there. Uh, yeah, I mean – Again, first conference loss in three years. Uh, I don't even want to imagine like what the talk was this week at practice. 
Uh, but Keystone's probably pretty fired up and ready to just get back in the wind column. So I got them beating Brookside pretty bad. I think it'll be Can close at the score? very beginning, though. Uh, I'll give it – I'll go 32-16. 32-16? Mm-hmm. That's pretty solid. Uh, you know what? I'll – I'll 32-14. I'll agree with that, but, yeah, 32-14. All, right, all, right, all right, You say 16? Yeah. How was that 16 being achieved? Just two points after both touchdowns. But I guess only after one touchdown. What? Oh, no, it would be after two touchdowns. I was like, I was like, wait a second. How a two that? point after two touchdowns. Okay, okay, I got you. Actually, got no. You. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Hold 8 on. plus 8. 8 plus 8 is 16. Hold on, bro. I'm tripping right you're now. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Eight, Wait, eight plus eight is sixteen. Because if they go for two, uh, it's no. Eight. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm good. <laughs> hold on, I'm tripping right now. I'm bro. good, bro. All right. <laughs> bro is flying through the multiverse hey, we're, trying to figure that one we're, out. Right there. We're experts. We're experts. All right. Wonder where our other experts at. Next, next. We got and say say to the end. We got some uh, side stuff to talk about besides the games. Good. Uh, we got uh, Farlands at Clearview. Farlands coming off the win against Keystone, feeling pretty good right now. Clearview coming off a twenty-point loss to Columbia. All right, listen here. All I've right. been. I thought. I literally thought about this in my mind when we when I was in bed after the last episode. Okay. Yeah. All right, I kind of wish Weston was here to see it because I know I'm going to hear it from him at one point, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, let, let me clarify here. Everything, every statement that I've said about Fireland so far has still been true, all right? Yeah. However, I have, I will address this because on the little chance that some Fireland player listens to this and has listened to the last few episodes, I, I need to address this before I get, like, harassed here. And you, you, I was waiting for you to bring this up. We lost to them in the playoffs. Yes. We, <laughs> Firelands did knock us out of the playoffs my senior year. And I, I was, I was worried about this because I, I felt like I was going to turn into a piece of meat between two pit bulls with you and Weston on here. I was kind of worried a little bit, but, um, I will say, however, I'll make this clear. However, comma. And this is low key serious. I have zero respect for that Firelands baseball team, and they did not deserve that win. And if you were there, and if you watched the whole game, mm-hmm. and you knew, you know what, I'm not affiliated with any of these schools. I'm just like a kid who's not even in college at the moment, so go ahead and do whatever you want to me. I'm calling out the Firelands head baseball coach, too, for being a rat, for encouraging his players to talk dookie on us. And talking dookie on our third baseman, on like himself, all right? You're a grown adult. You could you could grow up a little bit, buddy. Don't worry. I know you were slapping twenties in the ref's hand after the game, or the ump's hand after the game. But that 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 kind of stuff. There's a little childish. Sorry. Anyways, we still did. I still did. I didn't play that game too, so I I do have a little bit of a little bit of leeway there because I did absolutely smoke them in JV, you know, sophomore year. But anyways, I was gonna say <laughs> you, you brought up the whole like going against them in baseball thing. I was like. Isn't that the game Carter and I went to that guys lost? I, I didn't so... want to say anything, though, in case I was wrong. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure we went to that game. Bro, I'm not kidding. The the wave of fear that washed over me last podcast after we finished, and I was like, 
oh crap, fire wins. I was like, <laughs> oh no. Bro. I was like, I forgot. Every time you said that, I keep going like Brady. Because like, I feel like there is going to be like that one kid who listens to this is going to be like, actually, I was on that baseball team that beat Cloverleaf, you know? <laughs> That's what I was worried about, bro. And I was going to be like, no, this loser, he played on Cloverleaf, we beat him. In the- I was going to say, bro, but uh, I was like, maybe that was like some other team. No, nah, and I know you probably, you're still affiliated, so I don't expect you to comment on this, but um, they were such a whiny team, all right? Yeah, that's right, Firelands. You were such a whiny, whiny team that you had to go cry to the umpire about one of our fans, and then suddenly after this happens and the umpire yells at one of our fans, somehow the tide of the game just starts swinging over to you guys all of a sudden. Don't know how that happens, but, you know, since you your coach can talk trash to our third baseman, but you guys can't even take it from a kid jumping up and down in the bleachers. That really shows how, how tough of a team you are. I'm sure if I was out there, it'd just be like JV again. All right. All right. I got that out of the way. If you're listening to this, this is usually a podcast where we joke around, but I legitimately hate all of you on the, all the seniors and juniors that were on the Firelands uh, baseball team on the 2021 year, all of you. Anyways. So back to the football aspect now. So the kids are no longer – <laughs> going to high school at Firelands. <laughs> Correct. Even though you guys are still probably associated with them. Anyways. Now, um, uh, it's Clearview and Firelands, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore after that. I used all my energy that I used to, like, make analogies in my head on the spot uh, just in that rant. Because I've literally – this is like my peaked in high school moment, you know, like not everyone peaks in high school, but everyone definitely has a moment where they like, God, I hated that kid in high school and I hated this entire team. And I use all my energy on a podcast that has nothing to do about them, but God football, let's go. Um, yeah. After realizing that last week, as much as I want clear view to kind of like shove it down their throats and hope like one of the like sophomores or freshmen that was on that team that like maybe got some playing time was like, it's like on the football team. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Obviously, my the the fire the Firelands on fire right now. If we're being quite honest, all right, they're probably gonna steamroll right past these kids. They might go to the store in the middle of the game at halftime, come back with a matching pair of cleats for the whole Clearview team, just to like set them straight for the next game. You know, oh my god, it's, it's probably gonna be that type of game, honestly. But no, nah, yeah, I, I don't see Clearview. Uh, I don't see Clearview walking away from this one, to be honest. And if they do, it'll be a pretty uh, pretty big upset. No, I mean, Firelands has really impressed me this year. I mean, from people I interviewed, like, the question I always ask, like, who do you think the best team is besides you guys in the conference? And, like, you know, I was expecting, like, the usual, like, Keystone, Columbia, all of that. But, like, a lot of people are saying Firelands. And, I mean, they've always been solid in the past. But, like, they sound like the real deal this year. They're really proving it so far. I thought they were – because they're now the biggest school in the conference, I think. And uh, I figured it was just numbers and that was scaring everyone. But, like, no, it looks like they got the right personnel. And it looks like they're doing really well. And I mean, that Keystone game, it's still, like – well, no, I, I mean, I guess it's – what week is it now? It's going to be, like, week – is it week seven already? Yeah, because you play three – on. yeah, so I think it's already week seven. So, I guess it's not early in the season. That statement made how no many, sense. But how, uh, many, how many games does high school football play? I have no idea. Ten regular season games. Ten. Oh, regular season. Okay, I got you. But, uh, yeah, so that win over at Keystone, no matter what time of the season it took place, that's a huge statement win, especially against a team who's been undefeated in the league since its creation so far. Right. So, I mean, that's crazy. 
Uh, yeah, I see Farland just – I'm excited for when Farland's plays Columbia. I think that will be, like – that's going to be the next, like, that'll probably be game of the year, at least When's in the that, conference. Do you know when that is? I'd imagine it'd be next week. I'm not exactly sure, though. But, uh, yeah, I think Farland's wins this game pretty easy. Clearview's going to come out hot, maybe get the first touchdown, but then as soon as Farland's gets stuff rolling, Clearview's motivation's going to pretty much die out. So, I got Farland's winning this game. They're going to trip on their mismatched shoes. <laughs> next. Next, we got Wellington coming off the 56-6 to dub <laughs> against dude. Oberlin. Going against undefeated Columbia, coming off a forty-one to twenty-one win at Columbia. Who you got? All right, listen. You know, I've been obviously I've been pretty supportive of uh, the Dukes in this this past <laughs> these past few picks that we've got here. You know, however, that being said, I don't really see the Dukes really duking this one out too well. <laughs> I, I kind of see them turning into like Dukey from Johnny Test rather than actually like duking it out with uh, Columbia. You know, that, like, annoying dog who always, like, didn't approve of Johnny. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Wellington. You know, you guys kind of got that poopy color, you know. So, I, that's kind of – it's kind of weighing me down in this decision here. So, I'm saying you're going from duking it out to being dookie. So, I I apologize. Oh, sorry. I just, I just ran into someone. Sorry. I apologize ahead of time. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. Dukes are – Dukes are getting a black eye walking away from this one. The Raiders are just going to come in, you know, swashbucklers. They're just going to, like, slice up the, <laughs> the Dukes and leave. I don't really see any other way. Slice up and leave. It's no. going to be a good game. I'm going to tell you that. It will be a good game, though. I think it will be a good game. The way I've seen this game the past couple of years, like, Columbia just likes to have fun with Wellington. <laughs> like, it toys with them. <laughs> like, it's like they do, though. Like, I'm trying to think if it was, like, last year or two years ago. But Wellington scheduled Columbia for their uh, homecoming game. Is this next week homecoming for everybody or what, you know? Uh, no, I think Farland said they were homecoming last week maybe. So I know, it, it's I spread out. Home, oh, Columbia's homecoming is tomorrow. Yeah, Black Rivers is too. But uh, so it was one year or two years ago. But Columbia beat Wellington for Wellington's homecoming game. Stormed <laughs> down to the field and planted their flag. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was last year. They did that. I think it was Columbia, at least. Yeah, because uh, shout out my boy Vincent from Columbia. He made a TikTok about it. I remember going on TikTok. Bro, it's that, on TikTok. That Friday night. And it had, like, he had, like, hundreds of thousands of likes on it. It was, like, when you schedule, like, a rival school for the homecoming game and you lose by, like, 40 or something. I, we, we look at the score from previous years. Let me, let me go to last year schedule. Uh, Columbia beat Wellington forty nine to fourteen last year. So it might have been last year, but yeah, they did that, and then I think they played each other in the playoffs. And it was just kind of a rough game at at the beginning, just a lot of trash talking. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I think Columbia just likes to have fun with Wellington. You, uh, you know, and their twisted little minds. You know, real quick, I'll just just while this whole episode has includes the topic of you know me talking about uh, baseball and everything, I, I got to give some props to Columbia here, because like growing up, I obviously never actually interacted with the real school, mm-hmm. but we did play like Columbia, like hot stove. It's kind of like the equivalent of like AAU for basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. 
that's like what baseball or I guess travel is like the equivalent. But yeah, like we played like Columbia and it was Columbia kids and it was the Columbia. They're like green and everything, the Raiders. Yeah. And every time we played them, all right, these kids were like literally like the worst team that we like could ever like face like in hot stove and everything. All right. I, these were like the kids like when they said we're playing Columbia. I just thought of, like, the slightly obese, like, toddler that smells like cheese, bro. And that, that's not even, like, a weird analogy I'm making up. Like, the first time we played them, that was, like, their pitcher, all right? <laughs> ever since then, that, that just stuck with that. That was the team. That's the most point. That's the most runs I have ever scored in a baseball game in my life. And I'm not joking. The first time we played them, we were, like, 11. And we scored 46 runs. To, to their five, bro. How and, how are like, you motivating Columbia in this? Like, well, like, like, listen, like, I'm just giving them. I'm just, I'm congratulating them a little bit. I, I'll get to it. But like, in hot stove baseball and little league baseball, you guys, you guys are trash. I'm gonna say it right now. You, you were. I don't know if you still are. This <laughs> goes back to baseball. Be. You still might be, all right? That's how I base everything. You know, like, literally the third inning, and it's 40 to 5, and my dad's telling us to, like, hit left-handed so we get the game over faster because he wants to go home, all right? But, like, now we do these pick-ums, and I start learning about Columbia, and all of a sudden there are these, like, big boys, you know, these dogs out here ripping everyone to shreds, and it's, like, a usual thing. You know, I don't know where this came from, but props to Columbia. There's some dogs. For real. No, but. Columbia is dogs. I mean, obviously, like, personally, like, I, I I personally got owned by Columbia. Arguably played, like, my worst games against them. <laughs> so, like, that's always tough when you want to, like, talk good about them. But, like, actually just being, like, a good sport, I guess, <laughs> and everything. Like, Columbia does have a really good culture, I think, uh, in all their sports. Uh, especially with football, they definitely have a good culture in it. Uh, but yeah, it's just like every year, like they come out, like, at least in my opinion, like, I, I think they're so strong every year because they come out with the mindset, like we can beat anyone and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how like big they are, how fast they are. Like they, they all have that mindset. So I, I think that's something I always give them is they, they really have a good culture over there. And I think it carries in like all their sports too. Uh, but yeah, definitely a Except strong league baseball. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. The, the 11 year olds just haven't. I hope they listen to this. I grown hope, to like, the culture yet. I hope that like one of the coaches like like works with Columbia just happens to stumble across this. I hope I hope they do. But but yeah, so I mean, Columbia definitely has it going on. They've had it going on. So yeah, they, I got them. They are them. Columbia is them. Yeah, they're they're them right now. Them and well, them and Firelands are them right now. We'll yeah, have to right. see who really is them. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I have Columbia winning this one just because. Um, they've been too solid. I could see this getting bad, this game, just against a, a young Wellington team. Because, like, we've talked oh, about mean, this before. You mean, like, like or you mean, like, they're, like, running them over? What like, score-wise. score, score wise. Because, oh, okay. like, uh, we've talked about this before. Like, Columbia, like, when you really think about, like, I mean, obviously, I haven't played against them in football. But, like, they run simple plays, but they're, like, they run it, like, near perfectly pretty much. Mm-hmm. It, it's just they, – they if not perfect, just, like, real efficiently. Yeah. And they like to have the motions and the misdirection and everything. And I think using that, like, the misdirections, the motion, the move your eyes against a young team. I'm not – I think Wellington's a young team. At least from what I've heard, they're a young team. So, if I'm if I'm saying that wrong, my bad. But from my understanding, it's a young team. So, I think if you have a young team 
going against all that misdirection and everything at Trickio, it can really end up getting bad. I'll go I'll go forty two fourteen Columbia here. I, I didn't give a score. Nothing uh, personal against Wellington. I just think Columbia's going to execute really well this game. Would you would you say forty two? Yeah, forty two fourteen. Um forty two fourteen. I'm gonna say forty What's the next score from 42? 49, right, with the field goal? Yeah. yeah. Let's go 49 to 21. Uh, I, I think they could rally a few points once they get – yeah, I think they could come together. Get a big, few big Duke fan? I, yeah, I think they can. I think – do you say Duke fan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, right. I, I think they get a few. Game of the week. Wait, wait, the... wait, wait, wait. Who are they playing? Wellington. Oh no! This this discussion's just been going on for so long. I thought like the last one we talked about, I, I made the Dukey analogy, but no, that that was this one. All right. Anyways, continue, Dukey. Uh, game of the week. We got Oberlin. <laughs> this is another clash of the Titans. 0-3 Oberlin, coming off a fifty-six and six loss against a two current two win streak Black River team on their homecoming. Uh-oh. Black River homecoming. Oberlin coming in after a loss. Black River coming off a 15-point win. Who you got in this game and why? I mean, you know, those those <laughs> you know those river rats over there, they get pretty That's right. They get pretty nasty. You know, this is this is technically like you should be wearing dual jerseys to this game, shouldn't you? No. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of repping now. Like your current your current like turf right now is playing your old like stomping grounds like this should this should be pretty uh, crucial for you here but um no no i don't know man i think you imagine like some farmers like farming their field you know and mm-hmm. like they already got like a bunch of like ran through by a bunch of animals you know and now they're own three trying to tend to their crops <laughs> and then over the horizon right off the coast where their crops are they just see a flag a black flag, you know, and here, uh, comes, here comes the plank rolling right. down towards their. I, I just, I, the Obi's crops get lit on fire. To, to be like Frank, you know, I mean, okay, these pirates are coming through. They're Oberlin amazing. College is the yeoman <laughs> with the farmers and everything. Oberlin no, no, High no, no, School no. is the Phoenix. No, 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 no. The Phoenix, the Phoenix is like turn. The Phoenix can like morph or whatever. I saw X Men. All right, the Phoenix is like turning into an un. A yeoman. <laughs> I almost said an Obi. Yeah, yeoman. <laughs> All right. Phoenix has turned into uh, yeoman, and they're going to try and help with these crops. So but... the, the bird turns into a yeoman farmer. Yeah, fine, fine. No, no, erase that. You know, the Phoenix, is, you know, it's pretty hurt right now. You know, it's struggling, and it, it's over the sea. It's trying to make it back to land with in the wind column. Land is the wind column. You know, they're trying to make right. it back. And then they, they, like, look over their shoulder and they just see the plank with the big black black beard flag just chasing them down, you know? Right. Like the pirates just yelling arg at them. Uh-huh. And they're, 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 like, lasting them and dragging them in the water. They're, they're extinguishing that phoenix, man. I don't see – like, I, I this is going to be, a this is gonna be a, like, a homicide. Like, this might – like, this doesn't seem like it would be the game, but, like, this, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this, this is going to be, like, a, like, police are going to have to be on scene by the time this is over. That's all I'm going to have to say, but – so what's your score? <laughs> oh, I forgot I gotta give a score. Uh, I think there's gonna be a like fifty six to like six. Okay. They're not giving them the field goal. All right. I'm gonna go 
Pirate Nation, let's sail. You know, it's homecoming. Let's rock out. Let's sail with the homecoming king. Who is the homecoming king? You know, Ridge Martin. Ridge is a junior. That that doesn't get revealed until tomorrow, Brady. No one knows that information right now. Oh, that's dumb. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Blake Hopkins, dog. Old Black River team, dog. But Blake, Blake's been doing it basically. Jack all Harlow. Up. Yeah, Jack Harlow. He's been going off the last two weeks. I don't see that changing. See him getting a lot of work early, and then everyone else getting their hands on the ball to give Blake some rest. Uh, yeah, I mean, Oberlin, the last two weeks, uh, 65 to nothing two weeks ago to Firelands, 56 to six against Wellington last week. I'll go 49 nothing, Black River. 49 nothing. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, we're in the greens here. It's going to be a slaughter. 49 nothing, Black River. Uh, so now all the games are picked. If we had Wesson, we'd do WCAL. But uh, now that the games are all picked, let's get into some other questions, some discussions. <laughs> uh, here's a question I have for you of homecoming coming up. Yeah. Do you see homecoming as more of a benefit for the home team to get them rallied up, or do you see it as more of a distraction? Uh I would say neither. I see it as more of a benefit for the away team to really just like shove it in the home team. That's how we always looked at it. Like if I, I mean, obviously I didn't play football, but from what I heard from our football players, like if they're playing the homecoming game, it's like, oh, we, and it's at home. It's like you get scheduled the homecoming game usually because they think they're going to beat you, you know? Right. So I feel like that kind of gives the away team. I feel like that's kind of like, oh, come on. Like we got to like shove it down their throat or something. Because that would be hilarious, like, traveling, like, 40 minutes to someone. They got, like, all the banners. They announced the king. And then you just, like, run them over and, like, kill their mood. And everyone's just, like, sucking it, like, at the home dance the next day. You know, all the football players, like, not even in the circle or anything because they're just so sad. You know, I, I, feel, I feel like away teams got this, bro. If it's, a, if it's, like, a decent enough away team and not, like, someone totally booty, then I feel like away teams got that, got that dog in them on the homecoming game. I, I agree. Uh, so we were a part of two homecoming games last year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to your point, I agree completely. Like, it was like when you were, like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but it's football. Like, you wanted to just ruin their experience for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just wanted to come into their place. They do their ceremony at the beginning, and you just wanted to beat them so bad. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, you want to disres- – like, that was the thing the coaches said, too. That's, like, what every coach said. Like, every year whenever you played a team, you were their homecoming game. Like, make them regret making you their homecoming <laughs> game. And I was like, yeah, you know. So, like, we had Brookside last year. Uh. They made us their homecoming game. We won 41-6. to six. We were just Good. so, like – we were pumped Good. up. And then there. the next week, Oberlin was our homecoming game, and we won 48-20. to 20. Oh yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, that stuff that does just pump you up, you know. You because like because also like the place is usually packed for the homecoming game, right? Right. Even like you know, like parents and everyone coming to see who gets you know their kids and stuff. But right the now, being on through and stuff. Now being on the other side, uh, and being the home team, I can definitely see it being a distraction. Mm-hmm. I because like you have like the pep rallies and everything going on. You got, like, the fun stuff. So, like, in, like, the whole week, too, you might not be getting a lot of sleep. You have, like, the fun activities throughout the whole week. 
So, like, I think, like, you have to have the right mindset. Like, you have to know, like, to have fun and everything. But, like, you have to make sure you have a team that can all, like, flip the switch together. Mm-hmm. And I think there's teams that can really do that. But then if there's teams where your best players just kind of cop and everything, they might not be ready for the game. I can definitely see that happening, too. Yeah, but most yeah, of the I- time, I see, like, a homecoming game. I definitely see it most of the time being an advantage for the away team because I feel like they have more of a chip on their so- shoulder. Yeah, I will say, though, at least for us, like, I still – I don't know how, like, your guys' rallies went, but I, I still feel like some of our rallies, like, we got pretty hyped for the football team. And, like, I, I would imagine that still felt pretty good, though. Like, because for us, like, the football team was the whole point of it. Really. Right. I mean, like, homecoming was the point, but, like, our rallies were, like, it's the football team doing, like, the potato sack race. or like Right, right. The players always come name. down, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, it's going to pump you up a little bit, but at the same time, yeah, like you said, I never played football, so I can't really totally comment, but, like, it might be probably a pretty big distraction at the same time. Well, yeah, I I mean, like I said, like, you got to be able to flip the switch. Like, for us, last year against Wellington, we were like, Wellington's our rival. We're like, we are now losing to Wellington. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone, like, the ceremony happened. I got the crown. I just gave it back and ran to the locker room. I was like, let's go, fellas. You know, oh, like, yeah, you, you, just, you, gotta, like, you just got to, like, change your mindset. And I think, like, and I think that was it last year. Like, everyone, like, we – it was, like, a fun week. Like, I, I'm missing it because, like, you know, they're doing it all this year and everything. Like, the powder puff, powder buff, all that. Like, the volleyball guys playing volleyball, the girls playing football and everything. Like, uh-huh. we had – it was a super fun week. But when it was Friday – like I was, I was kind of worried because it was there was just so much during the week. But like everyone, like was able to flip the switch, and I felt like that really helped us win the game. So I know that was a good example. So like, yeah, it it'll definitely pump you up because you do have so many people there on the homecoming games that like you want to make sure you're performing well, yeah. especially with a lot of people there. So like it, it works in different ways. With that being said, oh, with the Black River homecoming game tomorrow, do you see this being a trap game against Oberlin, or do you think the Pirates are able? to flip the switch mm, um I'm, I'm i'm gonna have to say the pirates will flip the switch i i could see i could see no disrespect but i could see some like usual pirate fashion like they slip a little bit at some point you know but especially especially the class who's there but um no no i don't i think they'll be fine they'll, they'll be fine I, I don't really see oberlin too like when when I think about Oberlin, like from a serious standpoint, I don't know why, but like I don't even I don't I know nothing about them, but I just always see them as like so unmotivated. They've been getting like dogged on for so long. I, I mean like, the the thing with at least since I've been in high school is that like Oberlin, like as soon as you get like a solid drive on them and score, it's like they want to be over. Right. Well, uh, yeah. They yeah. always come out like with a lot of energy, but like it's dangerous too because if they do get a touchdown and they have repeated success, like their motivation will stay there. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like so, my sophomore year, I got to play at Oberlin College's field, and I was uh, future future home turf. Yeah, and I had like no idea, but like it was, it was sophomore year, and uh, I guess I can just pull it up right now. I think this is that be that'd be twenty twenty, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be that'd yeah, be yeah, because tw- my junior year, that's when yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's pull up oh, the schedule. Well- yeah you're right you're right you're right it would be like it would be like before 2020 right right so it would be like 2019 like the end of 2019 you'd be playing that's when I'm the football would be going on. can't find the game all right it wasn't 2020 maybe maybe it was 2019 
Well, because, like, if you were a sophomore, football happened in the first half of the year. So it would be, like, the previous year before the – Oh, right, right. It would have been 2019 then. My right. Uh, okay. Where's the game at? Okay. Where so the, the, finals, at? the final score was 27 <laughs> to 20. All right, against yeah. Oberlin, my sophomore year. What were the standings? All right, so we finished third in the conference. Overall, four and three. Oberlin was zero and seven this year. <laughs> they they did not win a game. So like oh we were like, okay, like we can't lose this game. So we're like, we're a better team. We got to win this. But like, so that's the thing. Like Oberlin, if they get a big play, that motivation carries. And like they kept getting big plays. So eventually they scored, and it was it's twenty seven twenty. And they kicked the onside kick, bro. And they came right to me. Yeah. I was so scared. I just – I got that ball and just fell on as fast as I can. I'll, I'll walk out to practice every day, and I'll, like, look at the yard line. It happens. I, like, get PTSD, dude. My hands were all sweaty. I'm, like, wiping them across my pants because I just knew the ball was going to come at me. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. That, that, I forgot. Like, that is your field. So, you do have to see it, like, every day. Dude, I think about it. Every time I go out there. Like, that year, dude, like – uh. Sophomore year, it was like my varsity time on special teams yeah. on front line. And going against Northwestern, too, they kicked the onside right at me. It hit The ball hit me so hard, I thought it was going to bounce off of me, dude. Yeah. It, it, it was a scary situation sophomore year. But, uh, so, yeah, that happened. Uh, I don't know. I, I see, like, maybe Oberlin gets, like, one big play. But I think Black River overall, they don't let homecoming get to them, and they win the game. Going off of that. It is Tyler Markuzic's comeback week. If you don't know, he was injured, so he's Aww. been out. He's been out since the Northwestern game, which was week two. It's going to be yeah. week seven, so Tyler's coming back. Let's so go with that. That also, I think, adds to their success. Next, I, uh, a poll was put out for if Clearview upsets Firelands. I think I know what I voted on this, and I totally said the wrong thing. Uh, 69% of people <laughs> vote no. 31% of people see that happening. What do you think? Can you see the answers? Uh, I don't really feel like scrolling through them. Oh, how many, oh did a lot of people vote? I was going to say I voted on it. <laughs> Let me see if I can just find you real quick. I'm pretty sure I think I voted the wrong thing. Well, there's only 12 yeses, so okay, yeah, you vote yes. <laughs> I just remember scrolling, and I hit yes, and I was like, what's the question? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess out of, like, I don't know. Like, I uh, could almost see an upset happening, but I think Fire Islands is just too hot right now after that Keystone win. If there's an upset, it's, uh, if there's an upset, it's Columbia. I don't, I don't think You think that. Wellington upsets Columbia? If there's an upset. If. Okay. I mean, I don't think there will be, but if, you know, especially the Dukes coming off of that uh, big, big win, you know, I feel like they, they could still get a little bit of that, little bit of that bark still in them, you know, so you don't know. But What well, if they pull Ireland. up with the all-maroon jerseys at the away game? <laughs> Just like the, like, depressing colored jerseys, bro. Where are the opponent down? Maybe that's Wait, your stretch. They're not even, like, that horrible. It's just, like, the browns. Like, the jerseys aren't that bad, but, like, brown is just such a, like, Dull, depressing color, bro. It's maroon. Like, it's like, same thing. It's like <laughs> the same. It's like the same category as brown. Like it could look good in some situations, but on a football jersey, it just like makes me feel like tired. Bro. You, you just get uncomfortable looking at Wellington. What's that? You just get uncomfortable looking at Wellington. Not uncomfortable. I just get sleepy, man. Like if, like we go through Wellington, it just seems like like 
Don't like. I mean, obviously, there's stuff there. Yeah. Well, like, what were you saying last week? You get like a sense of dread or something, just like driving through <laughs> Wellington. <laughs> like a sense of dread that like nothing like really like not cool, but like it's just kind of like yeah, like a sense of dread. Like this is the best way to describe it. When I go in there, I don't know if it's because like I did play some baseball tournaments there, and like that was that. Was, <laughs> no, no, listen, that was like my phase. Oh. That was, like, my phase, but I was, this was, like, little, little, and I, like, hated doing anything, so this is when I would, like, lie about my stomach aches, but, like, my dad, it's, like, T-ball, my dad's, like, no, we're still going, and I'm, like, trying to throw up in the back of the van in Wellington, you know, which are just so I wouldn't be able to play, but, no. I was trying to throw up. I mean, like, nothing against them, bro, it's just the colors in the town, just, like. It's just not doing right. it for you. That's not, it really isn't, honestly, but, come, speaking from Lodi over here, acting like that's a lot better, but. Let's uh let's go over some uh league leaders right now. Uh right Mike now Ross. what'd you say? Mike Ross. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about him Females. at the very end. We'll talk about him at the very end. Female secured Mike Ross. <laughs> All right. The league leaders right now in rushing yards. Number one, if I butcher any of these names on this li- list, I apologize. Uh first we got Weston Schrader from Firelands on fifty six attempts. He has 640 yards. That's 11 yards per rush. It's pretty fire. Number two. If I tried, I probably could, but. For, for sure. We'll just go over the top three. Okay. You there? Can you hear me or no? I, I can. You, you definitely cut out for like a okay. second, though. Yeah. It's- uh, Ethan, Ethan, I'm going to butcher your last name most likely. Uh, Foster. Ethan, yeah, Ethan Foster from Clearview. No, Ethan Lorenzana, uh, from Clearview, 58 attempts, 502 yards. That's 8.7 yards per rush. And then three, we got Marco from Columbia, 63 attempts, 396 yards, six yards per rush. And again, I mean, their numbers are probably more, but I mean, this is just conference. Uh, wise, so they probably have more yeah. total yards, obviously. Passing number one, your boys, Wellington, Landon Wright. Gets another group check call. Oh, okay, Landon, I, I, just, I just heard Landon Wright from well, <laughs> Landon Wright from Wellington has uh 39 completions on 69 attempts. <laughs> For 590 yards, four interceptions, four touchdowns. Pretty sure this kid follows me, actually. So let's go, Landon, bro. Bro's on fire. Number two, Connor. I always mess up the last name. I'm not sure if it's Roddick or Rodick. Might be Rodick. I don't know. <laughs> but Connor from Keystone has 44 completions, 67 attempts for 527 yards, two interceptions, and seven touchdowns. Uh, number three is. Cy Christensen from Clearview, 51 completions, 73 attempts for 508 yards, two interceptions, and four touchdowns. That's your top three for passing. Top three for receiving. We got Zach Shackelford from Keystone, 14 attempts. He has 282 yards. That's 20.1 yards per reception. Oh. Number two, we got Blake Hopkins, Jack Harlow from Black River, 10 attempts, 199 yards. That's 19.9 yards per reception. 19.9. 19.9. Why <laughs> just, just uh, get my boy 20? Uh, I forgot that extra like inch, but he could just reach three. 
We got Malcolm Lane from Clearview on 10 attempts, 161 yards for 16.1 yards per reception. That's your top three. And receiving for kicking. We have were, a, this is the real athletes right here. But we have a three-way tie for first place. Oh, of course we do. Roko. Male performance. Roko, I'm not going to try to pronounce it in your last name because I'm not even going to get close. I don't think I will. We're just going to say Roko from Farlands. He has 18 extra points. His longest field goal is 31 yards. He has one field goal. Frank Washburn from Columbia has 17 extra points. His longest field goal is 22 yards, and he has one field goal. And then tied again for first place is Eric Grosser from Black River. Seven extra points. Longest field goal is 34 yards, one field goal. That's your top three for kicking. Four touchdowns. Tutties. Number one, Wesson Strader from Firelands. Rush touchdowns, 11 total, 11. Marco from Columbia, 10 rush touchdowns. And then we have two people tied for third. So we got Shackleford from Keystone, six rush touchdowns, three reception touchdowns for a total of nine. And then we got Blake Hopkins tied at third with six rush touchdowns, three reception touchdowns for nine total touchdowns. Total points. Top three. Uh, Weston Strader from Farlands has 11 rushing touchdowns. This gives them 66 total points. Marco from Columbia has 10 rushing touchdowns with 60 total points. Shackleford from Keystone has six rushing touchdowns, three receptions, and one two-point conversion for 56 total points. And Blake Hopkins has the same tie for third with 56 total points. And that those are your league leaders right now. Uh, just to end this, uh, I mean, obviously I had the great opportunity to interview him during last four season, haven't been able to get in contact with him for football season so far, but Mike Ross for Columbia has been doing a great job. Uh, what do you have to say about Mike Ross's performance? Let me, let me check something real quick before we. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I just had to check. I had to make sure Mike was back at Columbia. Right. You know, he, he had some uh he had some business to deal with this off season in the transfer portal, you mm. know. But uh I I am, um, you know, like his closest friend, just like Peter Parker was to Spider Man. You know, I right. gotta get that inside info with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh he's he's been laying low right now. He says he's waiting for things to heat up in the season, you know. He's just kinda of been doing his thing, keeping quiet. You know, obviously we're you forgot to mention it, but when you read off all the league lists, there is an asterisk above every list in the paper that says under Mike Ross. Right. Because it, it's kind of, you know, you don't really need to make that clear. Everyone just kind of knows. Everyone's like, that's just Mike, you know, like yeah, no questions Mike, it. Mike is him, you know, right. but, um, you know, I, I hope he, uh, <laughs> hope you get in contact with him soon. You know, we can pick his mind a little bit about this season. You know, he's just pretty kind of in his bag, you know, not really showboating like he usually does but mm-hmm. he backs it up he backs he, it up so. he's definitely matured a lot just getting back to the grind you know yeah like he grew a little bit you know like when we were doing this podcast like last with him and everything he was like he's like five five ten like uh 165 i think last time i met him or got in t- touch with him he was like six six like 226 you know mm-hmm. so he grew a little bit from his i don't even know what grade he's in anymore you know he's just kind of 
like watching his son grow up, honestly. I kind of right. forgot. But time flies when you're having fun with Mike. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to see what he I'm like, I'm excited to see what he does tomorrow and the rest of the fellas. So yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll like invite him to like the haunted house Saturday. Maybe we'll like do something special with him there, you know, see what he's got to say. Have some fun with Mike. I haven't For done sure. that in that while. Always, but... always a fun time with Mike. Always a fun time with Mike. Yeah, but we'll we'll get him we'll get him on here eventually, question him, see what he's got to say. But For sure. But yeah, that's all we got. Uh you got anything else to say to these teams before their game tomorrow, Brady? I don't, besides good luck, you know, um, if it's your homecoming and you get crowned king, cool, football first, um, no one cares, um, win the game and then you can, like, talk, uh, yeah. let's see what else we got, um, Firelands, that, 20, <laughs> that 2021 baseball team, you guys are trash, so if your coach is still there, too, he is, too, um, younger dude, glasses and a beard, um, yeah, I don't really have much else. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna go after this podcast and wait for that probably message from Weston, probably dogging on me since I forgot to mention it. All these other podcasts, but yeah, I, I don't got anything else. I just gotta go sit with a tub of ice cream and think about 2021 after this. <laughs> tub of ice cream. All right. Well, everyone, best of luck tomorrow to all the teams. Everyone, go ball out, and we'll be back next Thursday for more LC8 and maybe WCAL game day picks. Goodbye.